Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1ONG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Oh my gosh. Welcome to another episode of OMG. Does it stand for oh my gosh or oh my God? That's the big debate. Well, oh my God, but you could say gosh if you don't like to say God. You know what, Amy? I'm going to say oh my golly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just because. 
Hi, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to another week with me and Amy. I swear you guys, Tori is coming back <laughs> and she's going to tell everybody everything. We promise. We, we're not, we haven't. I think next week, I'm hoping. We haven't exiled her or taken her, <laughs> tied her up in the trunk or anything. She's definitely coming back. We miss her. She's definitely coming We know back. you guys so miss her. So much. So much. But you have us. You're stuck with us this week. Oh my golly. <laughs> oh, that's another one. I like it. I like it. How many other? Th- oh my goodness. Oh my geez. <laughs> yep, that works. Let's see. Uh, oh I want to hear goodness. what everybody thinks OMG stands for. I say it constantly now. I don't know about you guys. It's embarrassing how much I put in a text. Like it's probably it's out. It's like embarrassing. The kids don't say OMG anymore. I actually think you're right. I think it is out, but we are holding on to it. Not for us. <laughs> 40 I, I, somethings and 50 somethings. <laughs> we are going to stick with it. Listen, uh, I when I have an OMG moment now, it's equivalent to my aha moment. Like it's right yeah. underneath yeah. the aha moment. So Oprah had her aha moment. We have our OMG moments. Psh. You know what I think really dates me in our group text is because there's young people in our group text. And first of all, that just shows how old we are that we call people young people (laughs) is when I write rad. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so you, though, when you say rad, I'm like, (laughs) Jenny and I are texting and it was like, "Okay, I'll see you at 1030. Rad. (laughs) (laughs) OMG, Amy. Get it together. Did you use rad on 90210? I feel like rad was going strong. We had to have. I mean, gnarly. Yeah. Was gnarly around that? Righteous. <laughs> duh. Duh has been around for so duh long. Duh is like one of my favorite words. How did we even start talking about these things? I don't know. I'm really sorry, you guys. This happens. <laughs> well, we we have another episode to talk about. Do you guys want to talk about it? Do you want to talk about it, Amy? I'm saying you guys. Like there's more than one of you. It's just, <laughs> it's just you and me. Us. <laughs> and my dogs. Like, I totally do. Behind because me. once again, it is the very serious issue combined with like 90210 jollies. Dancing. You know what I mean? It's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it, this was an after school special episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes. And they tied it up in way too pretty of a bow in 48 minutes or whatever. I was like, wait, that's totally major. What just happened? They, I mean, did they? I don't know. <laughs> it's all messed up over there at the Scanlon household. And I actually can't remember if this was Nicole Tom's last. I think she might come back again, but it's like, can you imagine if they just, she disappears after this? I can, because that's what happens on our show. (laughs) People come in for their big OMG moment and then they just disappear. Kind of like Tori. (laughs) I'm just kidding. She didn't disappear. I'm just It's such a bummer because she's had some really iconic fashion moments in these episodes. And good acting. This was another great Donna Donna episode, Donna. There wasn't enough Kelly in this episode. Did you notice that? It was like, it was barely any Kelly. (laughs) I was fine with it. (laughs) But yeah, it was a lot of Donna, a lot of Sue. I liked it. And Dylan has COVID. God. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's just start because we can't help ourselves. We got to be professional. We got to be professional. Season three, episode 11, A Presumption of Innocence, aired on October 21st, 1992. 
Meyer's future is on the line over a sexual misconduct charge, but he's more concerned about the future of his... Meyer's future is on the line over a sexual misconduct charge, but he's more concerned about the future of his accuser. Meanwhile, surfing becomes hazardous <laughs> to Dylan's health, and Brandon hits the dance floor. Directed by Bethany Rooney, written by Karen Rosen and Darren Starr. I love Bethany also, Rooney. Also, feels like it's been 1992 for like a really long time. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah, we had a lot of shows air in 1992, apparently. Yeah. So this was when I was a freshman in college. So it, so I was graduating from high school in 92, but I think at this point now I'm a freshman in college. And I'm telling you, these were the episodes. We just squished our... There was 30 girls in there, squished into this tiny TV room. Oh my God. And it was called a TV room. And the screen was probably like the size of my laptop screen. Like, <laughs> Did you have a VCR? Of course. Somebody would say, are you going to tape it? <laughs> I don't, th- I-, I wonder if the thing had, you remember like TVs when you had to turn the dial? Mm. I think we did have remotes. No, there was no dial. Uh, <laughs> no, I remember was, when I was like young 70. though. Yeah. My TV, when I was a little girl and I would sit in front of it and watch the Brady Bunch was, um, oh, God, yes. <laughs> was one of those big consultees that sat on the floor and you, you had the oh. dials. Oh, I loved that TV. That was so seventies. Yeah. That thing. This, people are going to get mad, but I have to ask, were you more Greg or Peter? Neither? Oh, her face. Oh, no. I wasn't really into the boys then. I was into <laughs> Marsha and, and Cindy. Sorry, Jan. <laughs> what if I was like, yeah. no, my favorite was Alice. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Oh, God. Yeah, I think I was more Peter because, so like, I'm not being braggy, but like we've met a lot of Brady's, right? Like in our jobs. Not to be braggy, I, but I know all the Brady's. <laughs> You're totally bragging right now. I, to this day, cannot look Greg Brady in the eye. Why? Like two celebrities. I don't know. I don't know if it's because like, maybe I liked him back then. Was it because he he's fiddled with his mom on the show? <laughs> <laughs> You're embarrassed. <laughs> Or like, he's kind of goony. So it's like, oh no, it's, yeah, it's, I cannot look Greg Brady in the eye. Like when we do things with them, I have to have, I run away. I go like, I'm sorry, you have to have someone else handle this. And the other one, I can't even believe it. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. I, <laughs> I literally cannot do it. Like I, ha- I, I have to leave. I cannot do you wait. I I need to know more about the Hasselhoff. Um, That I will admit when he was Knight Rider, I literally loved you. Okay. So you, it was a love. So that is like, I think it's a combination of that. And like, you know, his trajectory has been a little wonky maybe. So it's like, I just am like, no, but I can watch an old Knight Rider and I'm okay. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be able to look the Hoff in the eye either. I would, I would, I would, I wouldn't know where to look. I, it's it's rough. <laughs> okay, back to okay. Yeah, sorry. Um, so, Dylan has COVID. Like uh, Dylan has you COVID. Think? Okay, yeah. I was like, um, uh, okay, so Dylan is coughing on everyone on his birthday. Cake. What the f- <laughs> like? What? Like, oh, apparently this was way before COVID and. Also before the whole like cough into your elbow trend, you know? Right. So, I mean, he's just, oh. He's coughing so- into a little closed fist like this. <coughs> sure. it, like as if the germs are going right in that hole. 
Is this is fake holder? sick? It, okay, what is harder to play? Fake drunk or fake sick? He was good at playing fake sick. I believed it. Very. I agree. I believed like, he had an upper Ill? bronchial infection. <laughs> I, I agree. That's why I was like, oh. Do you think it was from the water? Well, I think that's what we're like supposed to believe. And then we're jumping ahead, but I love that he went to the pediatrician and got a lollipop and some antibiotics. It was just like, this is awesome. He just turned 18. He hasn't gotten his big boy doctor yet. Yeah. And you know, I knew he was going to be 18, but that was sort of like, oh, whoa. And then it was very through me that Donna is 18. Yeah. I, I, I was it's like, it's hard because she was the younger one in real life. Like yeah, Tori and Brian were the younger ones in real life. And then now she's supposed to be the older didn't one. On the she show? skip a grade? I'm so confused. Like, I don't get she, it. Maybe she skipped kindergarten like my kid. Something yeah. weird. Okay, so really quickly, did you notice uh, Nikki and Brandon just so in love in the back? So the table is like Dylan and the cake and Brenda, and then Nikki and Brandon are just so touchy, touchy. They're like J Lo and Ben, like always touching. <laughs> they aren't even on camera practically. Like they just saw them in the. They're right literally in the just making out for the fun of it back there. And also, why? Are, what? I am so confused. As a human being, Kelly and Donna, no, Kelly and Brenda and Dylan, just pretending like nothing ever happened. It's so weird. Okay. It's so weird. But I guess in real life, okay, let's think about this in real life. If you are in high school and you like scandalously sort of made out with a dude all summer and your his girlfriend is your best friend, like, I guess you're going to pretend nothing happened. Cause it'd be weird if Kelly was just never there. Like she can't come around. Then it's like, what the F? Yeah. I guess they couldn't really do that because of the, they had to, I don't know, but it just also, feels you're weird. Like a major part of the show. I, I mean, I, I'm happy that they're friends. Uh, but it just, I, I, I'm confused because I was all amped up for something to happen. And, and like the wheels oh, were coming. turning and, and then nothing. Well, happened. it's hullabaloo because it's coming. Like, What's that yeah. mean? Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo? What? Just malarkey. It's malarkey. Oh, malarkey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a bunch of habernacky. I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> also, why is Gil at the peach pit? Can you stop That's... with your brains? Because my note says, why is uh, Dill? I'm going to call him Dill from now on because I don't like him and his name's Gil, so I'm going to call him Dill. Why is Dill at Dylan's party? It's so weird. Having Eating his cake. And was offered someone a bite. Oh, God. <laughs> Didn't he offer Sue's game a bite? Yes. That was so weird. That was very foretelling. Uh, like, I, yes, it's like, I get that he didn't do it. Obviously, we know that he didn't do it. But it was so messy. Like, why are you so tight with these kids? And like, it's creepy. Yeah. And she chump, She just comes in hot with, what do I have to do? <gasps> Take my clothes off to get a good grade? Who's so never said that? She's, I don't know where she gets these things. Yeah. Well, obviously now we know that she's got like total trauma from what happened to her, oh which is also probably why she was so aggressive with David last episode because she's so, she's she just so has massive trauma. Yeah. She's so messed up. Sweet Sue. I feel yeah. so bad for her. And that, you know, the minute I saw that Mr. Uncle Henry with the creepy stash bad you know he's, he's bad from the, yeah from the start listen anybody with a mustache like that it's a red flag just no i mean i do think 
gosh, it's so weird because watching it with like 2022 eyes, these were important things Mm -hmm. not to be like, I don't know what the word is like preachy or like, I don't know, doe eyed about it, but it's like, there were kids that watched these things that helped. Like I remember a different strokes episode that totally addressed like molesting and kidnapping and like all these heavy things. Different strokes. Yes. Oh, yes. So those were like very special episodes too. They weren't like every time, but it does bring the conversation out. So I, I do get why they were doing this. You can't just have like kiss, kiss, surf, surf, make out with Dylan all the time. I mean, it's a huge thing. Like it's got to happen still all the time. I mean, girls falling in love with their teachers Teachers yes. doing inappropriate, like saying inappropriate things or inappropriately all the time. touching or happens. hugging. Like you cannot women, touch a child if you are a Women teacher. teachers have, that's in the news all the time. Like women teachers with male students. It's like, what the hell? So it, this wasn't that outlandish, like that part of no. it. Like it was weird, but it was like, I guess yeah. understand. I mean, but, when, but he was, yeah, he crossed the line, even though he didn't do anything yeah, wrong. Think, and I guess by the book. Yeah. Uh, when she, when Seuss closes that classroom door and oh. walks back over to him, I'm like, no, no. And then she hugs him. I'm like, no, no hugging. Oh, wait, God. but before that he puts his, he takes her, her face in his hands. That is just yeah. too intimate. Well, and back at the peach pit, it was like also Andrea. So he, she comes up to him. And then I think Andrea said like, I'll leave you too. And it was like, Oh God. So How did she weird. know so fast? And then it's perfection that she's like standing right outside his door. When Sue and comes she out. comes out with the, the crying and the mascara was like dripping down. It was just like, Oh my God. What happened in there from the hug to, to the he mascara? He obviously said no. Oh, and then that upset her. And then she was just probably overwhelmed and embarrassed and all the things. And then, I mean, it was, that was a mess. It was a mess, but you know what wasn't a mess? The fact that Dill lived on Malibu beach. Like, um, nice. First of all, nice teacher salary over there. I literally (laughs) wrote, how is this guy affording this place? Even though it was like a little surf shack, it was so cute. I wanted to redo it. That's like millions of dollars. Like it was on the ocean. Yeah. Right there. Like in Malibu. And not even on like the noisy part of the, P- it wasn't on PCH. It was like on one of the no, cute little. He like lived in the colony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. What, what I wouldn't do like... for that place. Okay. We need to backtrack, backtrack. Okay. Go. Cause I have a lot of questions. Now I'm sure we've talked about this before and I need to look it up. Maybe somebody can look it up while we're talking. Sue Scanlon's mom was very of the time. She had been in a lot of things. I first was jarred because she looked very familiar to the creepy mom in Friday the 13th, but I don't think she was her. I don't know. Do you remember Friday the 13th? No. The original? This is where you need Tori because she loves her horror movies. Can somebody just tell us a few other credits of Sue Scanlon's mom? Because she was very around. Okay. So backtracking, we all had a bad vibe from the uncle right away. Also, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so Brenda's clearly like got a job in the Wait, yeah. office. When did, when did Brenda become Mrs. Teasley's uh, assistant? I do not know. But how about her dressing for the part? <laughs> like she was wearing full suit. Like, 
<laughs> it looked like she borrowed Mrs. Teasley's suit for the day. Literally, guys, I went to high school in the 90s and we wore boxer shorts, literally men's boxer shorts. I don't know why we were allowed to do that, but we were. Adidas slides with socks. I don't know what we wore on top and double strap backpacks. <laughs> I have a visual right now. It's so bad. Like I literally like, oh my God. And then in the early nineties, we were wearing body suits. I will admit that. And maybe like leggings were coming around, but I never wore a suit Mm-mm. to high school. No, but Brenda has, you know, big dreams. <laughs> she's got aspirations. You know, she's a girl on the rise. So it makes sense yes. for me. Can you believe how invests were? Okay. Whoa. A lot of it. <sighs> the vest on Andrea, you guys. I know the difference between the cool vest they let Brenda wear and the like grandma school marm vest that poor Andrea wears. No offense, okay. but that vest with the flowers, my mom really? has that same couch. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Here's where... And again, I don't know if it's my 2022 eyes or if I knew it then when Andrea and Sue Scanlon are having that scene where she's saying like, I'm here for you, blah, blah, blah. Did you not feel like it was a mom talking to a kid? Kind of. Yeah. It, it's very like. Cause she's, I don't. Yeah. There's, she's so much. There's could have been her daughter quite honestly. Yeah. And she's so maternal, like as a uh, yeah. person, she's a like, caretaker, probably Gabrielle's mm-hmm, maternal. Mm-hmm. And so it just came across like so much where I'm like, is this a mom and a kid? And then like, when she goes to the house, it literally felt like not as old as the mom, but definitely not <laughs> as young as Sue. It was like, what? Yeah. She oh, felt 30 something weirdly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's take a okay. break and come back so. because we have more to talk about. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin, and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock, 
I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux. XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210.
You know what I always notice about Andrea in every scene that she's in, I am mesmerized by her beautiful fingernails. Oh, I'll have to look. She just has such pretty lady hands. She has a great presence. I like her a lot. It's just, she's not a kid. She's not Gil, but also I'm jumping ahead, but there is a scene between Andrea and Gil where I was like, they had a, it was a great conversation, but it was just so not a student and a teacher. Mm-hmm. You mean in the newspaper office? Yeah. When she finally tells her what happened and he opens up to her and, you know, it was, she's very fiery and coming back at him, which I, right. I loved the, I loved the conversation of two colleagues. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it was like, what? He, he's is- not like a normal teacher though. And she's not a normal student. Right. It's like, the dill the what okay so back no no you go you go i'm just taking us backwards okay it just it gets into really tricky territory with the whole innocent until proven guilty versus uh you know blaming the victim like there's two sides of the argument there and you actually when you learn everything admire Gil because he's been through this and he's like i i just this child is not capable of me saying this didn't happen do you know what i mean like i thought that was like okay he he was he is a good dude gil is a good guy yeah 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 but he he's great he, right t- hugs the, her a little too tight well and calling him gil is weird and why is he at dylan's birthday party but <laughs> He was. And why does he like girls in party shoes? Still hanging on to that weird, but it was sort of noble. I guess you could say that he didn't want to fight back to her because she was so traumatized and he knew it. And she was so like, this was, could have been her undoing if he fought back and she had to like, I don't know what happens to you, but go to a testify against him something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so he, was doing the right thing. Now, did you also notice this? Donna goes to the pool party. Sue Scanlon tells what happened. And like literally the next morning, Gil was back at school. I was like, mm, I think there would have been like a bit more. Maybe some emails on, or no, letters take time. Right. And then the class is like, Clapping. welcome back, buddy. Glad you didn't do it. Like, it was just like, this is not. Yeah, it was too good. convenient. That's what I was like, hmm, there's our little bow. Okay. So really quickly, the scene was weird with Sue Scanlon in there, in the office with the face touching and the whole, that was weird. Yeah. Hello. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. And then sort of we follow Sue. Let's do Sue's storyline first, then we'll get to the dancing. So then we follow Sue to her uncomfortable house. Whoa, that house is like, I don't know what, it's this house of fear, like scary house. What's that called? Fright house. When you yeah. go, it's scary. Poltergeist house. How many freaking kids do they have too? Because at the barbecue where there are kids, little kids running everywhere. I was assuming neighbor kids came. Oh. Also, now that was outside. Yeah. Like, unlike when you guys have a barbecue at Dylan's, that had to have been actually shot outside. Yeah, right? that, that was, felt so like mm-hmm. that that would have been a day when we would have shot the exterior of the front of the house. So when uh, Andrea goes over there. Right. And when uh, yeah. Donna and David come over later, they would have shot those two scenes and then they would have 
uh, gone to the backyard and shot the barbecue scene. Cause that probably took all in the a day, the right? Day. Cause yeah. you've got the, you've got this house for a day. So it's like, you got to get mm-hmm. it done. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It does feel more real that pool than the Melrose place pool or Dylan's yard. Yeah, no, it None was real. <laughs> it was, that was really a backyard. And that uncle was, yeah, he was creepy from the go. <sighs> then away he's touching that, the little one, the little Sue. <sighs> and then we learn, obviously there was some incident with Scott Scanlon because Scott used to love the uncle. And then he told David, he hates this guy. Right. I don't know that it was heavy. And, and that then, was just all a and lot then, of yeah, heavy I just stuff. wanted to know what happened. Like after, did he go, he, just, I hope they didn't move to Colorado and go live with uncle Henry. Cause that would just be terrible. <laughs> he like, should not be around home. children. I think it was Perf. Also it was interesting to me. Cause there's a scene where Donna then referred to him as their friend. And I'm like, that's their creepy uncle. Did you see that? Uh-uh. At the very end, she's like, their friend did that or something. And I'm like, that was their uncle. No, yeah. Their weird uncle. Anyway. Okay. So before we move on to the good stuff, <laughs> how about the fact that like, they just show up at the teacher's house. Mm-hmm. Weird. And then that Dylan suddenly is on the beach with Gil just growing out. Like it was so do they even know each? Have they? Are they in? Is is Dylan? I guess maybe Dylan is a is a student of it of Dill's. The teacher student relationships on this show are a tad odd. Yeah, well, that they all seem like they could go out for a beer. Those three, <laughs> Jason, Luke, and Dill. Totally. I mean, Mark. Yeah. I hope Mark doesn't get mad that I'm calling his character Dill. Not at all. I think he's probably like was sort of polarized by that whole, like how he feels about the character. Yeah. We, I mean, I really wish I had known all this, this episode when I, when we talked to him, like. God, it's so weird to think about that. He was going to be Dean Kane. That was, that would have not worked. Remember Mark Kiley Mm -hmm. was going to be Dean Kane's character. Yeah. That would have been not, he is handsome and cute, but no. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. 
Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's get to the dancing. Give me your thoughts. Well, I mean, Brandon doesn't dance. That's just not common knowledge. And I, it must come back to the first time that he danced on the show. Remember with Fina Ferris and she was going mm-hmm. like that to him. I think it traumatized him. <laughs> and, it, and he was like, I can never doing another dancing scene before, again. <laughs> I mean, the first scene in the club. Oh, wait, I have to look up what that club's name was. I know I have it. I wrote it down because they were going to that hot club to go the hot new club to go dancing. I'll find it before we finish. And he's wearing a sport coat, which also is like, <laughs> uh, that's his idea of dressing up. He's I know the cool kids jacket. call it a blazer, but I feel like sport coat. No. On Brandon, it's a sports coat. jacket. Kingston 12. Kingston, Kingston 12. 12. Now are these uh, under 21 clubs? Apparently. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> because the whole thing is like, do you want a there. soda? Oh, I don't know. Or do the, any of those dance clubs exist still where you can go in and dance if you're under 21 here? I think so. But did you ever go to anything like that? I, we didn't. I never did that. Under 21? No. I went to the over 21s with the fake ID. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, but in high school, we never went to any kind of a dance club ever. 
Yeah. No, I didn't do that until I was out of high school. Yeah. In college, we would have like fraternity parties. And I think we would like rent out places. And there was dancing. The dancing, I'll give them. There was a lot of dancing. But like, no. I don't know. I love, I used to love, it reminded me when I saw them just go in there to dance and I saw like Kelly and Steve dancing together in the background. It reminded me of like when I was young and I would go to dance clubs just to dance. Yeah. Like I just wanted to get my dance on. Like I wanted to like sweat it out on the dance floor. That was the big thing when we were in college, like the fraternity party, the like date parties or the, you know, whatever. It was all about the dancing. It was like, oh, I hope there's a good DJ. Also, shout out to everybody who agreed with my stairway to heaven thing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you had an, a number of people that could relate. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's try it again. In college, it was very 70s music. Did you, when we were all that age, remember it was like a lot of dancing, like 70s music. What, t- what year are you talking about? You can ring my bell. 92, oh, girl, you can ring, ring my, my bell. bell. <laughs> I love that one. That's a good one. <laughs> Like some Marvin Gaye was always in there. Always the last song of the night at the fraternity parties was like sexual healing Marvin Gaye. Oh, yeah. I always <laughs> like it when they play that. Oh, wait, what's that song where we are family? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, no good dancing lot, ever yeah. happens to that song, though. No. Like you can't really actually dance to that song. It's more of like a it was wedding a song. More like this. Yeah. <laughs> Every Italian oh, wedding I've ever been to has that song on the dance floor. Yeah. So, I can remember all that. We were definitely dancing in the 90s. <laughs> yes. But not at a club. Not at Kingston and then, 12. <laughs> and then Brandon getting so mad all of a sudden. Like he, she's dancing with just random guy after random why guy. Why even whole- go? Why, why even go? Why, and then why is he going to sit there and like leer at, at her? The tables. And then she, then he loses it when she dances with Steve. But I will say, she, you know, just because one, he says, go ahead and dance with one guy doesn't mean go ahead and dance with every guy in the entire. <laughs> they did like a montage of her with literally every, every background I- actor that could dance. Like. She's a cute girl. She's a cute dancer. She, oh, I love her. Like, yeah, I she looks adorable, like perky and fun. Yeah, I liked her too. Who said to him, I think it was Brenda, finally said to him, like, you have a sexy girlfriend who wants to dance, like, learn to dance. Mm-hmm. He was such a like a curmudgeon the whole episode, like, I don't want to. Like, <laughs> well, I'm sitting over here. <laughs> and it, just there's a couple of like shots of him going, like, especially when at the end, when she's trying to teach him to dance and they kind of like rotate around him and they're in his room. And he's like, has his arms crossed. He's like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to dance. Oh, and then he <laughs> says, do you know that, do you know the Brandon Walsh? Is that what he called oh it? Oh my God. You ever done the Brandon oh Walsh God. dance? Oh, I know that dance. I know that oh. dance well. Where oh you, where, it's, where you don't dance God. and you just throw her on the bed. First of all. So much to discuss with that. Like, I don't, I mean, I didn't have super strict parents, but like, where is, that was where, weird. That, Cindy <laughs> doesn't even have a job. She's right, just like, still downstairs cutting vegetables. Just, yeah. And then the full laying down makeout set. On top. I was like, yeah. Oh, what? He's like a senior. She's senior. A freshman. I guess like he, if his parents came in, he'd be like, hey, mom. Like he wouldn't get in trouble. I get. I don't know. Yeah, that was like that was like wow. Okay, well, here's the problem I have. Well, beside him being so stubborn, 
which is, I kind of think it was cute. I, I, I kind of actually like the fact that Brandon doesn't dance. I think it's adorable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I just have a problem with the con- him continually picking her up. Oh, yeah. Like she's, like she's a thing. A little dolly. To be picked up. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know about you. I have a thing. <laughs> don't pick me up. Like I, like I have a, like a rule, like, and, and it happens all the time. Like not in real tall? life. No, I'm only I'm five, tall. five. You are how, how tall? Yeah. Well, I'm five, seven. Tall you are. I'm not, first of all, we have two, I'm five, seven. That's pretty tall. Picked up a lot. Like I feel I'm like five, you five. I think I'm girl. too, um, athletic <laughs> to be picked up. <laughs> we'll just say that. Uh, but even all my life, I, it's always like in the scene, they want the guy to pick the girl up and twirl her around. So it's the bachelor. So you, do you, you, have you ever watched the bachelor? Uh-huh. So, okay. So like, if you watch the bachelor regularly, you will always see the scene over and over and over again, where the woman, so the bachelor is like standing on the beach or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the woman runs uh-huh. and then she, it's called, they have a name for it. They, it's like, they actually tell the girl to do it. I think like run and do the crawdaddy or whatever it is. Like, and they, <laughs> it's the biggest crawdaddy. Like, Hug him in the arms and the legs. Koala. Oh, the koala. <laughs> and it's like, I think maybe is it good for television or something? Like maybe that's why he picks her up. Do people want to, is that what they want to see? The people? Does that say, oh, they love each other? I, I don't, I, for me, I, I just, know. whenever a guy tries to pick me up on camera I, in a scene, I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't pick me up. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Please don't pick me up. Which Interesting. was tricky when I did Dancing with the Stars. I was going to say. <laughs> Don't pick me up. God. Sidebar. I mean, Derek Huff was like, you couldn't have had a better partner. God, I love him. I know, but I was literally twice the size of him. And he, I, I don't think he could have picked me up. But he's up. so strong. He could pick you up with one arm. You no think? problem. Oh, oh my God. Derek Huff, he is so strong. Yes, not a problem. He could have twirled you up <laughs> above his head. Now, maybe. But then when I did it, he was younger. He was a little thing. Like he was a newbie. Now he seems yeah, more think- manly and substantial. He does. Mm-hmm. He does. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. 
Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I do enjoy watching Brandon slash Jason Priestley kiss. Like, there is something super hot and sexy about him. Like, it's yeah, not he's a ever... Good kisser. It he's never a good, gives like, me barf in on my camera mouth. kisser. Yeah. It doesn't give you barf in your mouth. Okay, that's a good sign. <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that, maybe that's why I like Nikki, because maybe I don't even know if I like Nikki. Or, sorry, I'm, I'm yelling. I get so amped up. <laughs> Breathe. Calm down. I don't. I do like Nikki. I do. She doesn't bother me at all. I don't find her annoying. There's nothing I don't like about her. But maybe I just like seeing him sort of cute and sexy and like that mm -hmm. side of him. I also like, I think that he picked her up all the time because she was smaller than him. And that doesn't happen very often, you know? Right, like, right. She's like a tiny little she's thing. Tiny. And I don't know. I don't remember a lot of other guest actresses, like girlfriends that were tiny, like her off the, Oh, no, Vanessa no, Mar, Vanessa Marcel was also tiny. Oh yeah, she's tiny. Mm-hmm. That's going to get real interesting when we talk about those episodes. I hope you keep me around for that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, but Nikki's really getting it on the dance floor. She is She's got her groove on, man. Woof. Yes. She, like, I don't, she, either Dana Barron is a super cool chick or Nikki is a super cool character because everything about her is cool. Like, even when um, they had their sort of makeup, you know, like, Brandon was a real ass and she mm -hmm. was kind of done with him. And then he goes at school to make up with her. She isn't like a doe eyed freshman. She's very like, look, dude. Yeah. 
she, and like, she's a freshman. Yeah. yeah. She seems very um, aware of herself and confident. Yeah. You know, so interesting. I wonder, I, Sue Scanlon, and I'm not being mean to Nicole Tom. Nicole Tom's cool. Sue Scanlon is way too, she's just so troubled that I never could have seen her <laughs> staying. You know what I mean? For years and years with you guys. Mm-hmm. But Dana Barron, I actually think maybe she could have become more of a state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she fits. I could see that. I could see that. I don't know though. She was only it's there hard. for for a few. Yeah, it's we're coming to an end soon with her. Not a big Kelly episode. Not a big Steve episode. Not a lot of Steve. I mean, bad shirts always, but like not a lot. And then and then just like, Nikki like uh, dancing with him. Oh wait, wait, that's gonna bring me to my oh, favorite yeah. line. Oh yeah. Oh I yeah. Can't help it, but my favorite line. Should I say it now or wait? Definitely say it now. Excuse me if I don't enjoy watching you bump and grind with every guy I, in here. I wrote it down. It's a Brandon that bump, bump and grind. And grind. <laughs> Brand, I wrote Ew. it. Brandon's all mad because she's dirty dancing with Steve. And then he says bump and grind. Ew. And I'm like. That made me throw up a little bit. Have you ever uttered those words out of your mouth ever? No. No. Where did that even come from? Isn't I think that it was a, a song? song. Yeah. The yeah. bump and grind is a dance move. It's like the koala, but different. Yeah. And it was just like, dude, come on. Yeah. Oh, I also, here's a favorite at the club. Cause I don't think this happens in real life, but maybe it does. So like, remember a good songs on and they're all dancing, dancing. And then the song ends and the whole oh, clap. claps. <laughs> like you're clapping for a song. Like, yeah. I was like, Clearly that wasn't a real club because it, it was just way too bright. Like who turns the lights on that bright in a dance club? <laughs> and I remember filming that like those dancing scenes and really not wanting to dance because it you it's embarrassing and you're like I was in the background with with Steve and I know I can tell because I always have my back to the camera (laughs) that I'm just messing around like I'm not taking it seriously whatsoever and I, I I purposely always have my back to the camera well, after learning from you and David Lasher last week, how uncomps those scenes are to shoot. It's like, oh God. They are because the whole, <laughs> the crew is like somebody sitting over there eating a bag of nuts. Like <laughs> that guy's over there, you know, checking his cell phone. Well, not then, but there's people there's, and there's, then, then there's the people that are just like, you guys, Jenny's face. <laughs> They just want to go home. Her they just want it to be just, over. Yeah. It's just like some tired old grip. Like, yep. get me out of here. And it's, and then you have to go out there and act like you're having the time of your life and couldn't be happier dancing to music. That's not even there. Have you had not dancing with the stars, but have you had any other like major choreographed dance scenes in like the movies you've done and other TV projects? I don't know. Really I don't think so. I, I think that. 90210, we did the most like, you know, kid dancing, dancing at clubs and dances and that kind of thing. I don't think there was, a, I've had a lot of other dancing opportunities on the screen. What is worse, a dance scene like the one from the pigskin prom <laughs> or this or sex scenes? Oh. Which are more <laughs> uncomfortable? Ooh, uh, definitely sex scenes. Really? Yeah. I mean, imagine. Yeah. Just put yourself in that in that position of. I wonder if I'd be good at it. Just <laughs> so bad at it. I think, you know what I mean. I think you'd be good at it. 
I don't know. I have faith I, I in you. Know. I feel like I could just be like, oh, if I liked the, if the dude was cute, I not like, we're not talking like porn guys. We're just talking like a Nikki Brandon laying in the bed, kissing scene. If the dude was cute, I think I could roll with it. But if the guy, if I was not attracted to him, even though it's fake, I get it. That'd be so awful. Yeah, it is. Here's the thing. It's not fake while you're doing it. It's real. That's real. And you really have to do the kiss and touch and swap spit. Oh, God. (laughs) It's not fun. It's definitely not fun if you don't like the guy. Okay, so you don't have to name names, but I have two questions. On all the seasons of 90210, I'm going to ask you right now, did you ever hate the guy you had to like make out with? You don't have to say who, but like where you were just like, I can't stand this guy. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, that yeah. would be awful. And I think the guy knows who, who he is too. <laughs> I can't wait yeah. to figure it out. I, I don't think and we've did gotten you just, there yet. Were you not attracted to him or was just like, this guy sucks and I have to deal yeah, with Yeah, the guy, guy sucks. He's not a cool guy. He's just not my, he's not my jam. Yeah. But when I did a movie, I, I've told this story before. I did a movie, uh, one of my first TV movies was called, oh, I can't say because then you'll know the guy. Right. Was this Bad, Bad Breath? No, this was, he had oh. like schmegma, like, oh. <laughs> like in the, like, you know, like the little white goo goos right there and there you think someone's job would be yeah, to think. check that do you know what i mean like because i have worked with ryan seacrest for 100 years and i would never like let him go out on camera with like, when he has a schmegma food in his teeth or something <laughs> well, he never has that he's he's he would never have that he's too like no he's he's very clean but he you know if you eat you eat so fast you're trying especially because his stuff's always live if he had like food, i would never like let someone go out with food in there to you no maybe they maybe they just didn't see it but yeah, that- yeah. Is there a teeth checker? Like, if you guys have a lunch break, would you brush your teeth after before you started work again, or like, does someone check? Hey, like, hey, check me. I would you know usually brush my teeth because, yeah, especially if you have like a kissing scene or like a right. scene. Oh, it, you got to do the like whole hygiene thing before. <laughs> gets your like garlic ma- garlic mashed potato breath. Amy, Ooh, I hate another- garlic, and when the guy eats garlic for lunch, and then you have to make out with him, it, it is nothing that worse. That would be than so that. bad. So let's say you're having like an intimate scene, right? Like a making out, laying down, maybe even more than that. I, you know, like a love scene. Mm -hmm. Does the boy ever, you know what? Like, does his, you know what ever get, you know what? We've talked about this. Why do you want to talk about this again? (laughs) I just have to remember. (laughs) It does happen, right? Yeah. And does a guy feel dumb? No, he should probably not. I've never. Maybe he feels awesome. I don't know. (laughs) I've never even, it's ne- when that has happened, it's never been even addressed. It's just kind of like, oh, you just go, the, okay. you just ignore it and, and keep going. God, I, yeah, I can't think it. I don't think I can do that. that. That's rough. That's, it gets real weird. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I've asked that twice yeah. now. <laughs> Maybe you can ask oh, it. It's season four. Stay tuned because she's going to ask it I'll again. ask it every season, guys. Don't worry. Like I'll just keep asking it as we get there. Okay. <sighs> I did think it was cute that there was sort of some real interaction between David and Brandon in this because David was going to teach him how to dance, even though it like, didn't happen. Yeah. We don't he comes over. Them. Yeah. He comes over and Brandon's like, oh, dude, I totally forgot. And David goes, well, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> just thought that was the funniest comeback. Like we I didn't. Here I am. Let's do this. 
it, dude. You asked my help. He comes like, all the way there, and then the, and then he leaves. It's not like you know Beverly Hills is a walk down the street to get to each other's houses. That's like a tw- it can be twenty minutes in traffic, thirty minutes in traffic. True, that David it's so, to that's come so over. True. They don't even live in the same neighborhood. Nope. And for people listening in real life, Beverly Hills is like vast it's because huge. I picture like some of those mansions you guys live in more up the hill. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like the Walshes are more in the flats or maybe like even a Beverly Wood. It's hard for me because I know the Walshes were actually in Altadena <laughs> and <laughs> Kelly and Steve were in Sherman Oaks. Uh, so it's really hard for me to even imagine them in Beverly Hills. But yeah. Beverly Hills is big. There's the flat part. There's the like town, the city part. Then there's the uh, the hills. Then there's Bel Air, which is the, on the hill, like yeah. way up. The so hill. I like that's my. Mm-hmm. I like Bel Air the best. So pretty up there. Oh my yeah. Gosh. If I had like a bajillion dollars, which I do not, guys, but if I did, I would pick Bel Air. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go like in the heyday, or even like in any of the you know years, but especially like after season two or so when it was just exploding to Beverly Hills? Like, did people just freak the F out if they saw like you shopping on Rodeo? Yeah, no, I never went there ever again. <laughs> Here's the thing. Well, I filmed there. I remember the only time I remember ever going back there was when um, Kelly and Donna filmed uh, something for the for, for 90210 with the teeny boppers, that one, that version of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they had Kelly and Donna in a convertible being so we were being driven in a convertible car around right, Beverly Hills right. to oh film, god oh god which was so embarrassing and uh i remember that and i and the only other time i ever go to beverly hills is to see my dentist because <laughs> he's on roxbury drive and you yeah, yeah it's kind of i mean for people listening like i don't mean to be all <laughs> we live in la but <laughs> you don't go to beverly i like i don't go to beverly hills that much i mean I, a lot of people do. That's they they like go to lunch and uh, yeah, they do the restaurants. No, I'm trying I, to think. I don't ever go there. I mean, I have not been to Beverly Hills in a really long time because it's not where I would go to shop. Yeah, it's not my jam either. Yeah, it is touristy, and that's not a dig. It's like a there are people. It is touristy. Yeah, people still love going there, which is great. There was a shout out for Robertson, I think, in this episode, one of the new clubs on Robertson, oh. which actually was very ahead of its time because Robertson actually is super cool. Where's Rob? Wait, like, hold on. I can't even so there's, remember where that's Robertson's, Robertson's. So it's where it like, there's a lot. Yes. So like uh, a lot of the cool shopping now is actually on Robertson. Oh, right. It's where, yeah, there's like, that's where I, I would go there over Rodeo probably. People love that other street. It's like in, it's like kind of Venice, Santa Monica, Abbott Kinney. Oh yeah, people Abbot love Kinney's that one. Good. There's so many cool places to go. My daughter I wanted don't... to go to Melrose the other day to shop. I was like, absolutely not. So Melrose was so in in the '90s. Mm-hmm. Like, does do your kids like thrifting? That's like the yeah. big thing they do these mm-hmm. days. Thrifting. I don't like to use my car, so I like <laughs> if I. I only can go places I can walk to because I don't want to get in my car and have to like drive somewhere. <laughs> We're really quite tired. Oh my God. I love you. <laughs> I love this. one. I actually did not, this is not my favorite, favorite episode by any means, but I totally enjoyed it. It was, it's a good episode. I remembered it well. Like I remembered it from the first round I watched or the second or third or however many times I've seen these things. Yeah. It wouldn't be an episode of 90210 though, without Brandon and Andrea having conflict in the newspaper office. 
Are they always going to be in the newspaper office? The blaze is so major. And I do remember that. The blaze. The blaze. It's major. You know, I'm much more into the, not the like heavy topic issues like we've had for the last couple of weeks. I want to see the love triangle. That's my jam. Yeah, fun. Yeah. I'd rather have fun too. I like the soapy aspect of 90210. But I'm fine with it all. I mean, I totally, it's like- I love rewatching it. I think it gets a lot more like issue heavy, right? It's coming back to me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember. I remember. Let me see if I missed anything. Good fashion. Again, I wish Tori was here because she's got some great, the the vet look other than Andrea, the vests are awesome. I love a vest. I like want to get my arms back and looking good so I can wear a vest again. And Donna had that black and white top. It was like a sweater vest. I thought that was awesome. I don't remember that one. I just it was when she I'm went so, to the to the Scanlon's house. Oh, with oh, David. Yeah, I'm so scarred by the Andrea's vest that I can't really even move on from it. And the suit. We didn't talk about the voting, but that Donna, who no one ever gives credit to, totally registered to vote on time. She's ready to go vote. Okay, so that was like a weird D story, like the voting thing and the problems in the ocean. She's six months older than, so she's, so she's 18 and a half in her yeah, senior she's, year. She's all registered. And then Dylan wants to talk to her about heal the Bay or, so that was interesting. Also, I think that was shot really at the West Beverly Hills post office. Oh, that looks really authentic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that was cool. And then that. for some reason I wrote down, oh, I know. When Dylan was all sick and Brenda said, do you want half my sandwich? I don't know why that, I was like, well, let's, I don't know why I wrote that down, but I did. You thought it was nice? I just, yeah, it seemed very real. Yeah, but then she was like, oh, I can make you feel better outside the <laughs> post office. And he goes, oh, nope, I'm still contagious. And she goes, ew. <laughs> she was like, ew. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot to do. Uh... And then, and then I have, you know, at at the newspaper office when they're mm-hmm. all happy that Gil's coming back to town. Yes. Or back to work. The end. Uh, when they're all standing there and Brenda peels off. Uh, do you see the way Dylan is staring at Kelly? Did you clock that co- at all? Of course. What was, why, why you do this? Why you do this? <laughs> he's messing I mean, okay. with it. It just feels like he's messing with her. I'm glad we're bringing this up because I, this is going to, this is coming back. So I don't know if you remember, but that's why I always ask myself, is he with Brenda because he loves her or is he with Brenda sort of by default? Because like, that's what, where he was at. Does he totally love them both? Which is possible. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's possible. For sure. So, but when you're a young guy like that, like maybe you just like, it doesn't last that long. Like maybe he's, you know, had a nice experience with Brenda and ready right. to move on. It's high school. Right. Yeah. Exactly. People like he's not ready to settle down and get married or anything. Right. But I never feel like he's faking it with her. Like even in this episode, I think they mm-hmm. had, a, there was a kiss and there was some yeah. sweet interactions and it also feels authentic. Right. So you're like, what is really going on with these people? Yeah. And that's the part I like the best. This is the part I like the best. Yeah. I, again, it just had me so Kerfunkled. Kerfunkled? What's kerfunkled? Ker- 
<laughs> Kerplunkled? What's the word? <laughs> Kerfuffled? Kerfuffled. <laughs> it is a bit of a kerfuffle because you're like, do you, when you watch Dylan and Brenda as Jenny this many years later, what does it feel? Even in like this episode where it's kind of like minor. It feels normal and natural. And like you said, like authentic, but it doesn't, it feel, I still now knowing what I know, I, I'm, I don't like Dylan. Like I'm, I don't know why they would do this to, to the audience with this character that is so vital and important and popular. And, and it was Luke. Like why would they make, cause the, a person like me watching it is thinking, wait, how can he be, he's like two times, like he's saying one thing, but doing another. And it just makes me not like him. So I don't know what this says about me, but it doesn't make me like him one bit less. Like I still (laughs) totally like him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I get it. I think that's the thing. It's like, I get that he has something with Kelly and I'm kind of here for it. I want to explore this more. Yeah. I mean, I'd be into that, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Cause there is, do you not remember what's coming? There's a big old thing coming. I do not have any clue what is happening. Okay, what is going okay, to happen? Okay. So then I know oh, eventually God. they must, something must happen that brings them together. And, and then eventually Brenda's not a part of it because she's not on the show anymore. Like that's how vague <laughs> my memories are. So I really need somebody to connect the dots. Here's what I'll say for everyone listening to it is imminent this scene coming imminent. I'm scared. You've got me scared. It's heavy. Yeah. Look, I've, I've, I know it's coming and I, I have rewatched this particular scene, so I don't want to ruin it, but it's, it's, it's coming. I think we might get to it in the next month. Buckle up, buckle up, buckaroos. (laughs) It's going to be a bumpy ride. I I think the only one we skipped was, I swear Steve said something about get off your rump. (laughs) Oh, at the dance club, you wanted Brandon to get off his rump. Oh, Steve. I I thought it was cute too when Steve and Kelly come into the club and he's like, she goes, just to be clear, this is not a date, but we'll dance together. I I love them as friends. I really do. do I think they're both so charming. Yeah. I just love uh, Ian so much. That I love totally. being in scenes with him as a friend and not all like ugh, heavy and emotional and, you know, tortured. Okay. Next week is another episode. Shocker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next, next week is episode 12, Destiny Rides Again. What do you think that one's going to be about? Reek. <gasps> I think it Reek? might be. Uh-huh. And also, I know that Rosie O'Donnell is going to show up in a minute. Does that, do you remember that at all? That's coming too. Rosie O'Donnell? Mm-hmm. No, I don't remember. It's either next week or the week after. She's coming. Oh, is her name Destiny? Is she writing again? I don't know. These <laughs> usually the titles Rick. are so like on the nose. <laughs> right. It might be Rick. Really? He's back in the next week or two for sure. Okay. I'm in for it. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> I hope you guys like it. Amy and I are doing our best. <laughs> We love it. We love it. We love doing our podcast. Send us all your comments because I read every single one. I literally, I'm obsessed with the Instagram. And we're I don't know going, how to respond on the Instagram. I noticed you did. You do, Jenny. You I responded to, to something. Yeah. 
That was so cool. I don't remember what it was, but it was, <laughs> it was really cool. But um, yeah. we 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 love that. And we're going to do, when Tori does come back, we're going to do some more interactive uh, oh, definitely. pods. So where we answer some questions, we get into the whole Bren- Brenda Camp, Kelly Camp, because we want to be fair. Yes, because I'm one-sided on it and I can't you help are. myself. I'm so sorry. A but horrible I can't person. I'm like waiting for them to make out again. I'm like, oh. So it, it's going to get good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> but we're good now. Hey. We'll see you in a week. Hopefully Tori will be here. Yes. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Enter to win a free cruise for two. On board the 90s cruise, relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.